Hi, and welcome to Poetry Aloud. I'm your host, Hannah Russolo. On Poetry Aloud, I connect with other contemporary poets and read their work. We communicate back and forth over email or over Skype, and I ask them the following questions. Why did you choose these words? What were you feeling when you wrote this poem? What were you hoping to communicate? What would you like us to know about your poetry? Every week, I read one poem that they chose from their collection and one poem that I choose from their collection. Then, I talk about their work and provide some insight into what they were thinking while writing and what I was thinking while reading. At the end of the show, I read some of my own poems and provide you with ways to join this little poetry community that I'm trying to create. Welcome to Poetry Aloud. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the sixth episode of Poetry Aloud. (laughs) Uh, Thanks so much for listening. As always, I saw today that my podcast reached 100 downloads, which means that 100 listens. So that's pretty nice to know that my um, words have been listened to 100 times. (laughs) Maybe it'll grow as time goes on. Um, Today, I will be discussing Chloe Yelena Miller's uh, collection, Viable. Um, Chloe is also a, a Smithy, just like Karen was, so it's pretty cool to have all these connection with uh, Smith poets. It's a really lovely place, and it's wonderful to see these connections continue and cross even differing school years. Um, I didn't know Chloe or Karen when I went to Smith, but that connection is so strong that that doesn't even really matter. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm really excited to talk about Viable today. Um, This is Chloe's debut collection. It is a memoir about her experiences uh, with miscarriage and pregnancy and postpartum depression. Um, It's a really important work. Um, These topics are generally very taboo, um, not often talked about, even though most people do have miscarriages. Um, It's something that's pretty common. I'm really grateful to Chloe for breaking that silence and for talking about her experiences with this and the grief that um, comes along with the loss of hope, the loss of potential, um, and then also the depression and fear that comes along with a new birth. Um, So I'm really grateful to Chloe for sharing this work with us. So Viable is split into sections, um, and the different sections all mark different points of Chloe's pregnancy and um, her giving birth. So the sections are carried, and then carrying, carry, and apologies. So carried is obviously about um, the child that she carried, whom she lost. Carrying is about her pregnancy, And then Carrie is about caring for a young child. Um, And then at the end is apologies, which are apologies both to um, the unborn child and to the born child, um, which is a really beautiful section. Chloe wanted me to read her poem, Searching. Um, This poem takes place in the Carrie section. Um, And each of these poems has a little marker that says uh, which age the baby is when she is writing this poem or when this poem takes place. Um, And so you'll hear the age of this poem once I begin reading it. Searching. Eight weeks old. For years, I looked for you around corners, between small hours of morning. And now, here you are in my arms, limbs sodden with sleep. 
You weigh less awake, head bobbing, as you push your legs against my lap, hands against my chest, to look behind me, out the window, towards the sunshine. So I'm going to read Chloe's words about this poem first. She wrote to me, Viable is a lyric memoir about a miscarriage, difficult second pregnancy, and then postpartum depression. I think this poem offers a sense of the book, a sadness and longing followed by some hope with the ending word sunshine. I definitely get that feeling. I really like too that in this collection, um, Chloe's kind of pushing back against this idea that after a miscarriage, the child that is born is going to be 100% like easy or um, not easy, but the person will be so incredibly happy because they were this time the the child was able to come to term um, when often that isn't necessarily the case um, and it wasn't in Chloe's case there was still that postpartum depression after the birth of her child and that's not something that's normally talked about if someone's been trying for a long time if they've been having multiple miscarriages and then they are able to bring a child to term or the child is able to come to term there's this idea that oh well you must be so grateful so happy so overjoyed that this baby is here now, um, when often that might not be the case. Um, having a child is difficult. It's difficult on the body. It's difficult on the mind. It's difficult on the spirit. And that doesn't change just because it was also difficult for the child to be conceived. What I really love about this poem, Searching, is the presence of grief. Um, as most of you know, if you've been listening to this podcast, I have my own experience with grief. I really love that this poem highlights the fact that grief doesn't go away. It doesn't matter what happens in your life. It doesn't matter if you have a child, have a second pregnancy, if you get married or, you know, get a new job or any of these things that we consider to be positive in this world. Those things, sure, they, of course, they make you happy, but that grief is still there. Um, I love the beginning lines of this poem, quote, for years, I looked for you around corners between small hours of morning, end quote. This idea of, of peeking around the corners and seeing, oh, is, no, no, not there. And just continuously looking for something, for someone that's supposed to be there, but isn't. Even though you feel in your body that they are still present, that they are still with you, they're not present in the actual physical world. Um, and this poem really speaks to that. I also love what Chloe pointed out about the end, how it ends with, quote, out the window towards the sunshine, end quote. It ends with this idea of, of sunshine, of, of moving forward and seeing the beauty again in the world and how in this poem, it's the baby who's looking out toward the sunshine. It's the baby that is providing to some degree a measure of comfort. And again, that doesn't make the grief go away, but grief changes with time. And to some degree, seeing this child looking out toward the sunshine, maybe it lets the persona also turn around and look toward the sunshine. Okay, so the poem that I'm going to read is also from the section Carrie. Um, I really love this poem. I think it, again, speaks a lot to grief, but also to things left unsaid with grief. Um, what we are afraid to say, what we feel we have to say when someone has passed. Um, so this poem is titled Sibling. Sibling, eight months old. I was pregnant for nine weeks and then I wasn't. Then I was pregnant for 37 weeks and here you are. Will I tell you, you have a sister? 
I think about her due around Thanksgiving. She'd be walking, sputtering words. On your hands and knees, pumping up and down, revving to crawl, you look at me. There's a question in your eyes. Yes, yes, it's okay. Keep growing. I won't say, you are here because she isn't. I won't say, sometimes I don't remember to remember her. <laughs> I mean, what <laughs> what more can be said about that poem? This The ending is just so powerful. This idea of, I, I don't remember to remember her. Grief is like that. You know, at the beginning, you think it's never going to end. This is always how it's going to be. And then one day you wake up and it's not the first thing you think of in the morning. Um, and to look at, at a child and think, if things had been different, you wouldn't be here. There's that, that feeling of love and gratefulness, but also guilt for thinking that and the fear of... I'm, I'm so happy you're here, but because you're here, it reminds me of the loss that I have had. It's really incredible. It's really beautiful. I also love this idea of, quote, will I tell you you have a sister, end quote. This constant questioning of you came into this world and there are so many things that happened before you came here and should I share this grief, this feeling with you or should I just let it? sit within me um, and let that be the narrative that exists surrounding us, surrounding your existence. It's, it's difficult, you know. I understand why people don't really talk about this, about how hard it is to grieve for something that you never were able to hold. Um, grieve for something that maybe you didn't even tell other people about depending on when in your pregnancy the miscarriage happened. It's an incredible piece of work, and I'm, I'm so grateful for Chloe for writing this poetic memoir, for sharing it with us, To It's just such a gift, um, and it's a gift that I know I really appreciate as someone who might want to try and get pregnant at some point. Um, and I think it's also a gift that even those who don't want to get pregnant can appreciate because it speaks to something that really so many people around this world have experienced. It's, it's astounding. <laughs> All right, so here's a little bit about Chloe. Chloe Elena Miller is the author of a poetry collection, Viable, uh, 2021, from Lily Poetry Review Books, and a poetry chapbook, Unrest, uh, from 2013 Finishing Line Press. She is a recipient of an Individual Artist Fellowship from the D.C. Commission on Arts and Humanities in 2020. Miller teaches writing at the University of Maryland Global Campus and Politics and Prose Bookstore, as well as privately. She has an MFA in Creative Writing from Sarah Lawrence College and a BA from Smith College. Miller lives in Washington, D.C. with her partner and their child. Follow her at www.chloeyelenamiller.com or at Chloe Y. Miller. So that website is C H L O E. Y-E-L-E-N-A-M-I-L-L-E-R dot com. Chloe also wanted me to mention the memoir The Long Goodbye by Megan O'Rourke. Um, there's a list of grief-related books at the end of her book, um, and 
inspired by that, Chloe has listed resources at the end of her book for readers experiencing pregnancy loss. Um, so there's that that support as well, not only through the words in her book, but at the end of her book for those who have experienced pregnancy loss to really connect with others. All right, so I'm going to finish out this podcast with one of my own poems. Um, This poem is from Ocean Currents. Um, It's called Feast, and um, I would like to give a content warning for this poem. It does involve um, some body gore, I suppose is how I would call it. It's not necessarily horror, just, you know, some uncomfortable body stuff. So if you're not into that, um, you can go ahead and skip. But if you'd like to listen, um, then keep it playing. Feast. It would be delightfully delicious to rip out my veins from my wrist, slowly, caringly, so that they come out in strings I could put in a bowl like spaghetti. If I am lucky, the nervous system would come too, delicate tissue that crunches between my teeth like the kale I'm always told to eat. What if I sucked the marrow out of my bones, porous softness on the flesh of my tongue, so that my bones would be empty and ready for a different seasoning? Would that be enough? Enough to fit the compulsion residing in my joints? Enough to fix my sad, sick flesh? Enough to make my brain want to live? enough to fix me. I feast on myself, hoping to make room for something new. And that's the end of uh, the fifth episode of Poetry Aloud. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed it. Um, It would be really lovely if you left a review or followed the podcast um, or just sent me a message to let me know what you think. Um, Until next time and uh, keep writing. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Poetry Aloud. To receive updates about the podcast and submission calls, or just to say hello, follow me on Twitter at PoetryAloudPod or email PoetryAloudPod at gmail.com. I also have a newsletter, so if you're interested in that, just let me know. If you'd like to support the podcast and my work, please consider donating at co-fee.com slash PoetryAloudPod. That link is in the Twitter bio as well. Poetry Aloud is recorded, written, and produced by Hannah Russolo. The logo for Poetry Aloud was created by Sophia Tancredi, and the music was created by Violet Smith. Thanks so much, and until next time.